faster than shit through a goose, more powerful than a 1973 Ford Pinto, able to leap from the couch within a couple of tries. Look, over there. It's a rhino. It's a landmass. No, it's Captain Punishment. Working class, limp dick, bad guy, ass kicker. Operation Attack Squirrel presents the Captain Punishment Adventure Hour. This week's issue, The Giggler's Return of the Reboot, Part 4, The Origin of Captain Punishment. But first, a quick message from our sponsor. This issue of the Captain Punishment Adventure Hour is brought to you by The Multiple Universes. When your story is all dried up, go to a new universe. The Multiple Universes, making shitty tales disappear, coming every six months. Previously on the Captain Punishment Adventure Hour, the captain met a girl named Julie and had his first French kiss. Also, the Giggler plans to change the captain's origin. We pick up just after the Giggler uses time jumper Ernesto Robinson to take Captain Punishment back to his origin. The three quickly appear in the distant past, just hours before- Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just a minute, Pops. I know you got this whole narrator thing down, Pat. <laughs> well, yes, and I think the fans would agree. Oh, you mean sheep? Bah! Bah! <laughs> Sorry, fella. Only one man has got the gusto to tell the origin of Captain Punishment. And that man is... my buddy Tim. <laughs> nah, it's me. <laughs> man, don't get in my face. I don't know what this noise is, but I was hired for the whole season. So get out of here. Uh, bully pit to the head. <laughs> and down he goes. Don't worry, folks. Mr. Meat and Potatoes will be back after a brief interlude featuring the comic stylings of the Giggler. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. And welcome to the who's who in the Attack Squirrel Comics universe portion of our show. We now delve into the secret origin of Skag City's premier super action hero, Captain Punishment. Once upon a time, known as the mid-1990s, flannel-obsessed grunge bands like Nerwina, Sound Nursery, and Malice Love Shackles dominated the airway. The popular animated show Beatnik and Buttnik taught us about toilet humor. The Clinton Torino film Kitschy Fiction made its mark on cinematic history. In good old Skag City, the town was overrun with wrath and crime. The police and city officials even fell victim to the power of greed. Not that it's any different from today, if you ask me. <laughs> All hopes seem to be lost. Let us go back to the scummy Lower East Side to a dingy bar with even dingier patrons. Big Buddha Daddy's all-male strip club was a favorite hangout for the underworld's most dangerous of characters. <laughs> oh, quit being so dramatic, Giggler. The place was a dump and dumpy people hung out there. End of story. Pipe down, two cents. On this particular night, one Francis Townhouse, sergeant of the Skag City Police Department, was enjoying a night off. For reasons that still remain a mystery, Sergeant Townhouse insisted on table dancing for the crowd. Warren's cherry pie came on. I mean, what, am I not gonna shake it? I guess not. Keeping on topic, our little sex goulash flopped the night away until something suspicious caught his attention. 
Off to one side of the bar, three men were up to no good. This meeting consisted of the fine feathered fiend, the squawk, <laughs> whose bird-like appearance could not be disguised by his black tuxedo, no matter how civilized he tried to be. <laughs> Very good indeed. <laughs> Joining the lowly drug dealers was super gangsters Vinny the Grease, Barbarino, and his henchman Dartboard. Vinny, a dangerous mobster who looked as if he just stepped off the set of Kitsch Fiction 2, Electric Shootaloo, was not a guy you wanted to fool with, you dig? Yeah, yeah, alright. Vinny's enforcer Dartboard, who looked menacing in his black leather jacket, had thought getting a target tattoo on his forehead would help him with his horrible aim. It did not. I truly believe that is what always kept him in middle management. With pleasure, boss. The three evil men were in the midst of a very heated argument when Vinny used his electric powers and zapped the squawk to his crispy demise. You fucking tease. I'm the prettiest, you hear me? The prettiest. I take it back! <laughs> this is where Townhouse would intervene, jumping from a table in an attempt to apprehend the suspects. Long story short, words were exchanged, bullets fired, electric bolts shot! <laughs> a real pissing contest until finally, Barbarino and Dartboard got the drop on the young sergeant and escaped out the back door. However, and this will be a key element, my dear fans. Punishment managed to keep the villains from taking a large amount of cocaine brought by the squawk. How am I doing so far, CP? Sounds just as shitty as it was. Oh, great attitude. What Townhouse didn't know at the time was the cocaine was really meant for Senator Pete O5. God bless America. Secret leader of the underground. Public servant by day, ruthless criminal mastermind by night. Fuck all anomalies right up their freaky asses. Uh, oh, and fuck the poor and minorities too. Long live Big Tobacco and God bless America. So as you can imagine, when madmen don't get their cocaine, they become very agitated. Now, I must add that this is where your handsome narrator comes in. At this time, all of my cash was tied up in investments, so I found myself working for Pedophile. We had a simple crew at the time. Vinny, Dartboard, myself. Then there was Cum Cum, the Japanese schoolgirl assassin. Hiya! <laughs> the Shit Kicker, a trailer park meth dealer who just loved to smack his wife around. God damn it, I will kick you in the baby maker! Again! And last but not least, the original Dr. Intense. Before I gave Significant Snide the idea of Dr. Intense, there was Bobby Burton. Hey, yeah! A struggling poet who finally snapped after waiting years for his big break. Ouch! His main mission at that point was to destroy everything. He was very morose, but had some decent poetry. And the inside of me cannot hear the sympathetic calls from the inside of you. Oh, what a team of rotten bastards. Oh, and our leader didn't skip a beat when he sent us out to kill you, townhouse. It wasn't hard to find you, and at the time, you were married to, oh, 
what was her name again? You know damn well what her name was. Sheila, no. Sammy, no. Uh, Cindy, no. Uh, oh, Susie. Sure, that sounds right. I love you, Francis. Yes, Susie Townhouse. And your son. Basty. Basty like bacon. <laughs> right. The big mongoloid. And come on, tell our audience how special Basty was. Just keep winding my kill clock. Basty was an anomaly. And what was his special trick? He could release fire. And where did that release occur again? <sighs> From his rectum. So essentially, he could fart fire. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Fire farts keep Basti's pants warm. How very lowbrow. So here you are with your little wifey and your fire-tooting son, just flip-flopping along until... Oh, guess who came to dinner? Yes, I had it all before you animals took everything away. Oh, I have to admit, we were a bit cruel. Oh, you think? You fed Basti ass Buster's chili, causing his explosive bowels to overload. When he finally exploded, the blast was so severe it killed him and my beloved Susie. I would have died too if you hadn't taken me away for more torture. Yes, we spent hours running that torture train on you. You took it like a champ, though. Even I was shocked to learn that you'd survive the crucifixion on the tree of all shit. That is some nasty foliage. <laughs> How did you manage to scrape yourself off that old log? I was rescued by an old wise man named Scrota who nursed me back to health. His teaching showed me the way to blatant vigilantism. I created Captain Punishment to be a force of vengeance. Eventually, I went after your asses. End of story. Can we go home now? Whoop, whoop, whoop. I think you're forgetting that not one of us actually died. In fact, I'm comfortable in saying that you are horrible at killing people. All of us went on to fight you for years to come. All of us except for the original Dr. Intense, who quit once his poetry book finally took off. I remember. Come rhyme with me. Criminal in its own right. So you had some idea on how to stop all this shit? Can we just finish the origin story first? It is finished. Good guy created by bad guys. Comic book hijinks ensue. Way to undersell it. So my theory is, if we somehow stop our attack on you, then Captain Punishment would never exist. Still smells hinky, but you're in charge. Oh, it looks like Jumpy here has something he wants to say. Unmute. Oh, me, oh my, puppy. What the fuck is the matter with Juice? Hi, Mr. CP. Good to see you, kid. So, are Juice just gonna, like, mute me whenever? Well, it was a thought. Uh, how rude. I am very personable. He is. Oh, I don't like your outfit. It hurts my eyes. Take it away. My outfit is fine. This is what the greatest criminal of all time wears. <sighs> Honey, please. That outfit is tired. Enough. Back to the mute with you. No, I was just kidding. You look very sexy. You look like shit. Well, you could use a touch-up. Have you ever thought about 
Pleather. Ooh, classy. Everyone shut up! Jeez, hmm. don't ask if you don't want my opinion. Mute. Now, Big Buddha Daddy's is right over there, and if I've dotted all my I's and crossed all my T's, then we should see Vinny pop out right about now. Oh, wait. Somebody wake up the narrator. We're gonna need him. <laughs> Ooh, I am gonna cut a bitch. Well, <clears throat> yes, while, <clears throat> while our weary narrator slowly picks himself off the floor and in a feat of incredible professionalism continues to lead this story along, the giggler leaves his captives tied to each other as he runs closer to the club. Like he predicted, Vinny and Dartboard eventually burst out the back door. Oh fuck, this ain't good. Pedophile's gonna give us the thumb. Oh, not the thumb of tears. You ever get one? No, I don't think so. Oh, you remember, it's exactly what it sounds like. Hey guys, what's up? Oh, Jesus, Giggler, you scared the niceness out of me. What's with your face? Yeah, you look old and puckered. Just trying out a new look. <laughs> hey, listen, guys, I need a little favor. Look, man, we gotta go. Some friggin' cop cocksuck just nabbed all the pedophile's coke. We gotta take care of this or we're screwed. What would you say if I could replace that missing coke with tons of more coke? Like this. The giggler opens a briefcase filled with cocaine. Way more than the squawk's original petty dealings. Whoa! That's electrifying! Ooh, that kind of snow makes me pickle-tickle. It's a buttload, and it's all yours. <laughs> yeah, what's the catch? You can never take revenge on Francis Townhouse. Ever! Hey, why? What's so important about that fucking guy? Nothing! And we need to leave it that way. Take this to Pedophile, and he won't even care about the squawk. Then I can continue with my own plans for Townhouse. Oh, but don't mention this to me later, because I won't know what you're talking about, dear? Hey, this feels weird, am I right? I mean, not like, like, disco weird, like, like Macarena weird. I say let the peppy pervert have his copper. Ah, fuck it. I got other things to worry about. Come on, let's go strangle a school teacher. Fine, but public school only, no private. Sure, whatever. <laughs> Keep shaking, giggy baby. Yeah. Back at ya. You guys take it easy. <laughs> and just like that, history as we know it was altered. When the villains took the enormous amount of cocaine back to their master, all was right in their dark world. However, as the giggler began to walk back to his captors, he noticed that punishment was becoming transparent. You did it! Goodbye! And go fuck yourself! Punishment vanishes, leaving Giggler standing by the club. I did it! Oh, I did it! I stopped the origin of Captain Punishment! Oh, happy days! Happy days! <laughs> Giddy up, Ernesto! Take me to the Francis Townhouse of present day! Huh? What? Where'd he go? The Giggler finds that Ernesto has also disappeared, and he is now stranded in the past. Ah, damn it! I hate it when that fat fuck is right. No Captain Punishment, no Ernesto. Oh, what to do? What to do? Oh, yeah. Hey, hey. You busy? 
Sure could use a quick hand. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm stuck. Oh, I know. I know. Excellent. See you soon. Suddenly, there was a large boom, followed by a body-sized portal where a man dressed like the Giggler walked into our world. The clown's attire was more jester-esque, but his makeup and scars were decidedly creepier than our version. Ah, welcome, Gutbuster! How has Earth-5 been treating you? Fine, fine, but I got agents on my tail, so let's get to it. What's your problem exactly? I erased Punishment's origin like we talked about, and now I'm stuck in the past! What kind of time travel did you use? The Resident Time Jumper! With ties to your punishment? Yes. Idiot! Always find a time jumper with no connection to your hero. A lot of good that does me now. Here. What's this? Let's just say the Injustice Posse happened to acquire our official Galaxy Defender's time ring. It'll get you back on track. Put it on and just think about where you want to go. Shouldn't I be feeling something by now? Like if the plan worked? You would think, but time stream changes are always tricky. Maybe witnessing your planned success will make the wheels spin quicker. Agents, I gotta go. Good luck, and have a shitty day! <laughs> Just as the Gutbuster disappears through his portal, a different portal opens. Running into the room look to be government agents dressed in suits who turn their focus on the Giggler. Hey, you clown! Hands where I can see him! Just shoot him, Carl! Don't tell me my business, Bernie! This is my exit stage left! The Giggler puts on the new time ring and jumps into the present day, in a world without Captain Punishment. The Giggler's portal opens in front of the SCPD Precinct 48 on the Lower East Side of Skag City. The Clown Prince of Perverts walks into the building and approaches the information desk. Excuse me? Jesus, what the fuck happened to you? I'm looking for someone. Lieutenant Rodriguez handles all the freak show cases. He's out and won't be back till two. Come back then, weirdo. No, I'm looking for Sergeant Townhouse. Sergeant Townhouse? There ain't no Sergeant Townhouse here. Hey, Jerry, you know any Sergeant Townhouse? Yeah, he's off banging your wife. But seriously, no Sergeant Townhouse here. Yeah, like I said, bug off, nutjob. Maybe some laugh your ass off spray will jog your memory. Hey, wait, you ain't talking about Frank the Meter Mate, are you? His last name might be Townhouse. Hey, Jerry, what's Frank the Meter Maid's last name? Frank Wifebanger. Banger, as in yours. But seriously, I don't know. House, something? Like Townhouse. Don't you have shit to do? Bugging you is the shit I gotta do. It could be Townhouse, I don't know. I never talked to that sad sack. Like I do? This is the shithead who's asking. So yeah, go find Frank the Meter Maid. I'm sure you two will get along just swimmingly. Thanks for the assistance. Before the Giggler sashays out of the building, he attaches a small bomb to the desk. Where do these weirdos come from? <laughs> Damn it, Moroni! You'll do anything to get out of work. After a long search, the Giggler finally finds who he believes is Frank the Meter Maid in Skag City's Chinatown. As the Giggler walks up, a very obese Francis Townhouse was placing a ticket on an illegally parked black SUV. As he reaches up to the windshield, his butt crack was on display for the whole world to see. Oh my! 
Something's never change. Out of breath, Francis waddles his way over to a bench, sits down, and takes a swig off a two-liter bottle of diet gushing dew. His wheezing is almost deafening as the giggler approaches and tries to speak. Excuse me? Yeah? Are you Francis Townhouse? Maybe. What's it to you, Chalky? You don't remember me at all, do you? Nope. Hey, it's almost lunchtime. You better get to the point. Have you ever heard of Captain Punishment? What, like the comic? The comic? Yeah, duh. It's like the most popular comic out right now. Really? Sure. Here, I got the latest graphic novel in my bag. I always need to trade paperback for when the rough bowels hit. Yikes! Francis hands Giggler the graphic novel entitled Captain Punishment, Volume 4. Today is a good day to get punished. Written by one Eugene Cyborgowitz. Interesting. The cover showed a cartoon action shot of our hero, which looked nothing like the Francis townhouse sitting on this bench. What the fuck is this? Hey, you, Gigantor! Did you put this here? Yes, I did. You were illegally parked in a handicapped loading zone. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't get tickets. Do you know who I am? Nope. Well, you should. I'm District 78 Congresswoman, Lara Lardman. Oh, my. Good for you. I suggest you shove this ridiculous ticket up your ass before you make me really angry. It's Lardman. Lardman is a woman? Oh, the plot the stickens. <laughs> Look, Congress ma'am, the ticket stands. Your threats don't scare me. I'm a meter maid. I can't fall much lower than this. Oh, you may think so, but I promise, when I'm finished with you, suicide won't even be a sweet enough release. Good day, you nothing human being. It was nice talking to you. Do you know that woman? Oh, I get a million of these rich. I'm above a ticket, broads. I ain't afraid of her. So can I help you with something, pal? I can't believe it! You don't remember any of it! And with no Captain Punishment to inspire Lodman, he, or she, has went down a completely different path! <laughs> Seriously, what's up? I need to start gathering my energy to get up. Oh, shit, it's my old lady. Sorry, I gotta take this. Hi, honey! Uh, look, I, I can't talk right now. Because I'm busy! I am too! Oh, don't act like that! Yes, I'll get the milk. 2%. Oh, God, I hate it when you're like this. Don't forget the therapist says it's your negativity that can be stifling. That is too what he said. Is too! Now who's in denial? Fine! Go to your mother's house, you soulless fucking harpy! Some days I really wish I could just smother her in her sleep! <gasps> okay. One, two, three. <sighs> so, you figure out what I can help you with? I finally did it! He's a loser now! <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy! <laughs> I guess. <sighs> 
Suddenly, the realization of what he had done was too much for the giggler to bear. Not having punishment to pester made him more uneasy than he had anticipated, and within seconds, he became sad and depressed. He immediately sat Indian-style on the sidewalk beside Townhouse. Hey fella, you gonna be alright? I can't carry you to the hospital, so don't die or nothing. Right before our meter maid's eyes, the giggler mysteriously vanishes, like the others before. Damn diabetes is making me see things. Out of nowhere, another large portal opens next to Frank the meter maid. The older man that stepped out looked very similar to that of super spy Mick Fierce. His hairstyle and outfit had minor differences, but he wore a futuristic visor over both eyes. As he made his way toward Townhouse, our mystery man drug what appeared to be the unconscious evil clown, the Gutbuster. Damn, son. You're disgusting no matter what universe you're in. I can smell you through the porthole. Oh, shut your hole. You'd still fuck me. Name's Rick Ferocious, and I'm here to save your ass. But first, a quick message from our sponsor. This issue of the Captain Punishment Adventure Hour is brought to you by the Multiple Universes. When it's time to kill a fan favorite character to sell more comics, you need the multiple universes. Death is just another Earth away in the multiple universes. Confusion be damned. What has happened to the captain? Can Rick Ferocious be trusted? Is Lardman really a woman? All will be revealed next week when Captain Punishment becomes queen of the lot lizards. Same cap time, same cap station. This issue was written by Mac Welch, illustrated by Tony Perry, inked by Emily O'Connor, Ali Sitar, colored by Zach Held, Dana Morgan, Mike Horton, lettered by Jeremiah Jerkowitz, Jason Bailey, Kevin Voss, edited by Michael Hall, published by Brenda Welch. This issue was recorded at Plain Truth Entertainment Recording Studio NYC and engineered by Steve Sola, aka The Mix King. Yeah! Pussycat, pussycat, meow, meow. Pussycat, pussycat, meow, meow. Pussycat, pussycat, meow, meow. Pussycat, meow.